0: You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. What I love the most about running, I think... When I'm out there, just like all the things I'm learning about myself, how, what I'm thinking about, how it affects other areas of my life, how running—you know—how my other areas of my life affect running, like you know, just like it just relates to everything, you know. And like I just love observing myself in the in it after a race, like sitting back and thinking about, like, oh, that's interesting, like this happened or that happened. You know, it's like
1: an adventure every time. That was Erica Stanley Dotton. This is Marnie Salop. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training and showcase their expertise and story. Welcome and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salah. Today on the podcast, I'm syncing up with Erica Stanley Dutton. Community manager of Tracksmith, one of my favorite running companies with super stylish apparel, great fabric and design, and they just introduced a shoe called the Elgin, which Erica and I mentioned during our conversation. We recorded this conversation from the new Tracksmith running store in Williamsburg just after completing a short and very fun run, which Erica led. Erica is an avid runner and leads the community for Tracksmith. I get the scoop on where she started her running journey, what she's training for now, and her very cool job at Tracksmith. I hope you enjoy this conversation. If you do, leave us a review on Apple, share this conversation on your social channels, tag us, we'll tag you back. And last up, in case you haven't heard, we have a YouTube channel and head over there, subscribe to the channel, like the episodes. We've been uploading content there now for quite some time. There are about 70 episodes, uh, conversations of the podcast up there. Now, onto my conversation with Erica. Erica, thanks for doing this yes, today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I love This it. is so awesome. Yes, I love this. <laughs> when did you get into running? I mean, I've been
0: running my whole life. I am a tra- I was a track athlete. I was a sprinter, actually. So how I got into distance running, we, we still don't know. Um, later, much later in life after you know uh, I just started kind of like running around with friends and then you know, I did that first five mile, six mile, seven mile run. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like you know, I never run more than a 5k just leisurely for fun. And then yeah, I just started running with friends and then I cheered one of them. For a marathon and for the New York City Marathon and I've watched the marathon my whole life it runs through my neighborhood in Clinton Hill but yeah I saw him after seeing him train I was like something went off I was like oh I want to do that like I could train for a marathon why not and seeing all those people out there so yeah I've been running my whole life though
1: so yeah. now are you from are you from Brooklyn I'm from Brooklyn born, born and raised oh in yeah Hill. Yep. Nice. yeah I
0: actually live in my childhood home Wow. with my family. Yeah. That's so great. I love that. That's so so cool.
1: So you've seen like New York through uh, all the stages. Oh,
0: it's crazy. I mean, I'm still, I still get lost in Williamsburg, by the way, because the Williamsburg I know is not, it's crazy like here
1: now. Well, like when I grew up, like we only came here to go to dinner, to Peter Luger's.
0: Peter Luger's. Remember when C first opened? Yes, that was yes, like the restaurant, yeah, and we yeah. go to a place called Planet Thailand. That was the yes. other one. But like, literally, like C's still there. Obviously, Peter Luger's still there. Obviously, but like, a lot of those places are gone. It's crazy.
1: It's amazing. I mean, it's it's like Brooklyn, Williamsburg, Prospect Heights, like where you live in Clinton Hill. Yep. It's it's like it's beautiful. Yep. It's totally different. But so is Manhattan, right? 100%. Like, it's just because I'm from yep. New York, b- yep. born and raised. Yep. Like around here so it's like it's kind of interesting to see the evolution totally it's a it's a fascinating actually i love it and so where do you like to run now i
0: like to run everywhere i mean my favorite is probably prospect park you know just because i can go in the park and just zone out and just run um i definitely come down here from my house like my house to the park is exactly a mile so like i know exactly how long i'm running and all that i love to run around greenwood cemetery that's like one of my routes and like it's quiet over there you know I just I tend to gravitate toward the routes where I'm not you know not gonna see a lot of people like right everyone but then when you see the runners you like give each other a head nod yeah there's like a you nod yeah you're like I feel your pain Uh you're like, like, oh, uh-huh. you're like <laughs> and also like you're here because it's quiet I'm here because it's quiet I, I see you um but yeah I, I come down here on Kent you know yeah. and I want to do something flat and you know, offer like running hills <laughs> you know so
1: <laughs> so that's so it's so crazy so you've been running you started running in college, yep. track, you said. Yep. even high school. I started High school. My, I,
0: I would say competitively, I started probably when I was 14.
1: And right? you were a sprinter. Yeah, I was a sprinter. Which is like a totally different sport. Totally different sport. Literally a sport, different sport. And now you are back to kind of being a sprinter with well, your sub-three well, marathon. Uh, <laughs> sprinting.
0: <laughs> I know, it's funny. I, t- I told everybody, after Boston, like, the last... I guess 800 of Boston, I felt like I was running the 400 meter dash, my body like rigged up. I couldn't, move I was just like, girl, just get to the finish line. But like, that was like, uh, harkening back to my sprinting days for sure.
1: So you PR'd on your marathon time in Boston? I did. No, oh no my not God. my
0: overall time for Boston. I did.
1: Yeah. 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 So what was your time in Boston? Uh, 258. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And how many times have you done it?
0: It was my third Boston. Um, sub three, twice. Um, my PR is from Berlin. Next okay. Year. What's your PR? 252. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> how
1: long you. has it taken you to get there?
0: I mean, when I started, well, so in 2018 is when I joined my group, Black, okay, Black Roses. Okay, Black Roses. Because yeah. I had qualified for Boston at the New Jersey Marathon. Right. You know, I just downloaded a little internet plan. I was training myself, doing track workouts by myself. And I went out there, my husband and my boys were there, and for my age group, the qualifying time was like three forty five. Okay. And I was like, Oh, I can do that. I'm gonna train and run three forty five. I had just run three fifty six in New York. Yeah. I I trained so yeah, I just run I ran New York in twenty seventeen, ran three fifty I broke four for the first time. I was so happy. Wow. I was so then I got in this, New York? Yeah. Wow. Three fifty six I ran That's great. in New York. 2017. then a friend of mine, I didn't know anything about BQs. I didn't know anything about anything. And he said to me, he's like, oh, you should try to get BQ. I was like, what is that? And so I was like, oh, and I looked it up. I was like, I can do that. I think I can do that. So I just trained myself and I got out there and it was hot that day. I didn't know what I was doing. I had on some super shoes, though. I didn't make it. And I ran a 3.45. So that qualified me for Boston. And then I was like, I need a coach. I need a group. I need, you know, like, then I started being like, I need to get serious about this, you know? (laughs) So that's how I ended up at my group. And then that was 2018. So, yeah, I I broke three in four years. I went from a 340. I came into the group running a 345 marathon. Mm -hmm. Four years later, I was running 252.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, really hard to do. But I, I just have this philosophy around, like, You know, and and I'm not, you know, an expert on getting faster yet, but I feel like a lot of it has to do with having a plan for the long game and the short game, Yep. right? Like, you can't just, like, wake up... And do this time? Like, you have to work really hard 100%. towards it. So, what did you do differently? So,
0: I think the game changer for me was... I mean, also, also during the pandemic, like everybody else, there's a yeah. lot of running going on. Yeah. Because right? there's right, nothing else to do. Right. Nothing else to do. Stress and everything, just like everyone else. And, you know, my coach and I were in close contact. And he... You know, I started experimenting with mileage and volume, which right. I had never done before. And so, you know, at my age, I was like, there's no way I can run 60 miles a week. I'm going to get injured. You know, I'm mean, there's no way I could do. And so, but during that time, yeah. you know, I, was, I just started running a lot. And like, then I was like, okay, I didn't break into, mm, let's <laughs> see like, where I this goes. This. Yeah. So like, just started running a lot. I did this challenge in August of 2020, where I ran every single day for the month of August. Okay. And even that was a big thing because I was like, every day. Like I couldn't imagine doing running every day, you know? So then that kind of took me into the fall of 2020 into 2021. And there was no races on the calendar. There was nothing happening, but I just started increasing my volume. So by the time we got to fall of 21, I ran London, I had done like a year of like volume and then added on training, you know, over the summer. And like, that was a game changer for me, Yeah. you know? And so I kind of tipped out topped out at like maybe 70 miles a week. Wow,
1: okay. Yeah, That's then, a lot from like what is. people start yeah, at, Yeah, right? and yeah. so
0: and it doesn't work for everybody like I I think just with everything like yeah, you you find have out to what see. your sweet spot yeah. is cuz I building for Boston in 22. I was going up to 80s and i realized that was probably a little bit too much for me so yeah. i brought it back down to 70. i think 70s like my sweet spot okay so you got to find it you know? yeah yeah and with workouts and stuff you yeah know? with so, training like yeah. what
1: you're capable of exactly. and like where you can like what
0: your wall is like like i have teammates and yeah i've gone up to 87 at one week but like you know i have teammates who are doing the 100 mile thing I have, yeah and i'm just like you know maybe what i just you know for me where how can i where how much volume can i do to stay healthy run fast and like yeah. be, i have quality workouts you right. know, and all that. Cause like when you're running that much, it's a lot. Yeah.
1: Like do on you your do body. anything else? Do you swim? Or I cycle? do uh,
0: Pilates. On the Pilates. Performer. Okay. That's like my yeah. favorite. It's like my, that's my strength training. I call yeah. it. Cause like, you know, it's very specific movements and like, you know, but it's, it's all the things that runners need. And once yeah. I got injured, you know, I've had a couple injuries obviously, but like, once I learned that everything kind of ties back to the glute, tight glutes, tight calves, yeah, like most yeah. injuries are based, you know, based on us. that. Yeah. and so like
1: I'm just really intentional about like strengthening that. stuff. All right, just dropping in here to give a shout out to our partners at AG1. I started drinking AG1 daily over a year ago. I was looking for an all-in-one nutritional supplement that was easy to add to my daily wellness routine. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. It helps build your health foundation first. I drink mine while making my coffee in the morning. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support to thrive throughout my day and cover my nutritional bases. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Marnie on the move. That's drinkag1.com slash on the move. Now back to our conversation. That's really great. It's good to know because everybody has their thing. Like I was doing yoga for a long time. Yep. And I think that really helped me yep. to be able to train more and do more endurance. And as soon as I stopped... No, it's not, real. it has not been good no. and I need to get back to it. But now I can't, I can't even touch my toes anymore. <laughs> I need to get back into yoga too. I,
0: I really enjoy yoga. I used, I used to be like a hot yoga devotee yeah. for many years. Oh, really? And like, I love it. Yeah. Like, it's I, so good for you. It's so good. And like stretching. And now like I'm dealing with in this moment, like there's a lot of tightness everywhere all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yoga. I need to get back into like, just to get
1: limber. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's kind of like scary. The other day I was trying to do things that I could do Normally, and I couldn't do them. And I've been also running a lot and training a lot. But I really do. I do think that you know, after talking to so many different athletes, that volume is really the key to speed. It is and consistency.
0: because again, you need the conditioning. Like my my coach calls it cardiovascular recruitment. That's what you're doing when you're building your base. Yeah, you're building up that cardio so that by the time it comes time to bring workouts in because that's a yeah. different thing. Yeah. You have the base and you have the fitness to do it. And so then
1: you can get those exactly. like speed workouts, exactly. interval workouts exactly. into your training. Cause like
0: three, it's really three days a week, right? It's a long run, it's track and maybe a tempo. And sometimes right. we combine tempo with a long run, but like other than that, we're easy running. It's jogging yeah. and it's slow. Like, yeah. I mean, my recovery runs have gotten slower over the years, not faster, sl- way slower. And, and like, that's hard to do yeah. also. Cause you just want to get it done. Sometimes yeah. you're feeling good when, but, slow and then really focusing on the quality days, you know? Yeah.
1: So. And so how many marathons have you done now? I've done 11. 11. Are, yes. Have you done all the majors? I have not. I have Chicago and Tokyo left. Are so. they, are they coming soon? I or? mean,
0: I yeah, eventually, like I feel like maybe I'll get an invite for Tokyo. Somebody yeah. like, Oh, get me a bib. Um, okay. People, if then you're I listening, gotta do it. And Erica <laughs>
1: wants a bib for Tokyo. Then I gotta do it. Right. And I have to go too cause yeah, I'm exactly. going to do like video and stuff. <laughs> and then
0: Um, Chicago, I feel like, yeah, I'll run. I was going to run it this year, but we're going to do Valencia instead. So
1: So what's in Valencia? So Valencia is really fast.
0: And like, you know, some group from our group, Black Roses and uh, Capri Collective out in LA, like you know, they it was it started out there, and they, they were like, oh no, I think it's a Valencia this year. I'm like, oh, Valencia, like we love that idea. So yeah. we kind of a bunch, a few of us signed up. There's a few, there's a group of us also running Chicago. And it's so.
1: is it flat? flat. Oh, it's flat. It's fast.
0: I mean, That's it's cool. one of the fastest courses. So wow. we'll see. I mean, there's like a, a lot of ra- records are set, and it's also in December, so mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to train later in the summer.
1: Because yes. like I did Berlin last hot.
0: year, which is the end of September, which yeah. is you're it's training hot. in June hard, training hard in July and August, which is tough. You yeah, because it's hot in yeah, New York. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I feel like I was saying earlier, you know, I did the Miami half and I, you know, had to train all through the winter, yep. which is also hard. Yep. Like yep. the extreme temperatures totally. are challenging. Like totally. this weather, like 50, 60 degrees is perfect.
0: Perfect. And um, you feel it, right? Yeah. It's all funny when
1: you go out in like beautiful weather, you're like, oh,
0: I'm so fit. This is great. Yeah, and then oh the my next god. Day. And then you're like, oh wait, it's the weather. And the next day you feel like crap. It's like totally. <laughs> it's like, I always blame it on can't the weather. Breathe. I know. I, <laughs> but it's real though. Like, yeah. I mean, Jaggi and I were on the track the other day, and it was hot. I'm like, I'm dying. Like, I'm yeah. not racing in a few
1: days. I'm dying. Like, which is also like then on race day, and you go when you go really fast, you're like, I knew I could do this. 100.
0: 100. It's totally a psych out. Yep. Like,
1: I have. Yeah. I mean, that happens all. Like, running is so much like life, right? Like. Sometimes it's awesome and 100%. sometimes it just sucks.
0: <laughs> my, my runs before races are always terrible. Like my recovery, I feel crazy. Like yeah. I feel like crap. And then like on the day of, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fine. Like, you know, it's just like all the mental stuff too, right? It's hard. Yeah.
1: And like in addition to running, and we're going to come back to this, yeah. you also have two kids. I have two kids. So you're a mom. Yeah, I'm a mom. Which is like, <laughs> you know, you're training at, with up to se- like, you yeah. know, in the 70 so, uh, mile weeks yeah. and, and you do it all. Yeah. I mean, and you're running the community. You're the community manager for Tracksmith, so you lead runs on Saturdays. Yep, yep. It's a lot. It's a lot.
0: My, I'm, I'm so incredibly fortunate to have help because there's no way I could do it without my husband pitches in on the weekends, and you know he works a lot too. So like, yeah, I have, you know, help during the week, and lovely Sophia, and it's just, I mean. So I, you know, it's a privilege to be able to do this because otherwise, like, it's not the system that we live in, the society and culture we live in is not really set up for us to be out here doing this. So it does not, that's not, does not, you know, escape me. Like, I know that it's a lot. It's hard. It's hard for people to get their
1: workouts in. And, you know, like, even, even if you have the time, it's like going, getting away from like your day to day responsibilities, like whether you're a parent or, you're a busy, you have a busy job. Like there's almost like, and sometimes I feel like guilty going for a run because that's like my, my guilty pleasure. Right. And I, I feel like a lot of people feel like that, but it's like, you know, what do you tell yourself? It's my time for myself. I just did an
0: interview um, with well and good about, for mother's Day. was about running and being a mom. And like, you know, I tell, I say this all the time. Like running is the one thing that I get to be intense about for myself. Like with all the things day to day, taking care of children and like family and, I really, like, it's my one, it's my thing, you know, and I travel and I do my thing and like, you know, now I work in it. It's like, yeah, it's like working yeah. And
1: you kind of made it more seamless for <laughs> exactly, yourself. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And like, also like, you know, now when I tell my kids don't understand and they're like, well, you're going to work. Why are you wearing running clothes? I'm like, well, I run for work. They're like, yeah, but you run don't all think the time. They're like, I'm like, <laughs> they're like, they're confused. They're like, but you run all the time. Like, how's that work? Like, what's happening? Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. How old are your kids? Nine and 12. Okay. Yeah. So they are like sort yeah. of like putting it together 100%. now. 100%. They, they play like, basketball. So okay. they're not into
0: running yet, but like trying to get them there. But yeah, they're putting it together. They see me in and out. And like my oldest, you know, he trolls me. He's like, you disappear every Saturday. I'm like, I work on Saturday mornings. Like <laughs> I'm not
1: disappearing. <laughs> like, That's so funny. That's so funny. Shout out to our sponsors at Delta G. Delta G is the creator of the revolutionary Delta G ketone ester, an exogenous ketone being used by world champion Ironman, Tour de France, Formula One, Olympians, recreational athletes, and longevity-seeking, wellness-savvy individuals looking to optimize their athletic performance and everyday health. I have been adding Delta G exogenous ketones to my morning coffee, using it to recover after hard workouts, and in training for the past several months. I am a huge fan. Beyond boosting energy levels and performance, ketones improve mental clarity, boost metabolic flexibility, and increase insulin sensitivity. Ketones are the brain's preferred fuel source, even when glucose is present. Ketones are nature's super fuel. When the body is pushed to its limits, we convert stored body fat into ketones for energy, that help fuel the brain and body. Delta G delivers that exact ketone produced naturally in the body called DBHB. With Delta G, you can achieve high levels of circulating blood ketones, also known as ketosis, safely. And immediately. Delta G was created through a collaboration between the University of Oxford and NIH with funding from the Department of Defense in 2003 as a way to provide efficient fuel for warfighters. Just two years ago, Delta G became available to the public. Throughout the years, researchers have been able to utilize this technology in various studies, amounting to over 55 published Delta G studies, with around 25 ongoing. It's time to take your health and athletic performance to the next level. Head over to Ketones.com. And use our code Marnie20 to get started. No, I think that when people see you, even me, I'm always running, and people are like, "So, are you like a, a, an athlete?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." I'm like, "I'm an athlete," but like, I don't like do like I do part of it for a living. Or I was wearing my Ironman World Championship hat the other day and someone was like did you do the world championships I'm like I did it from a media perspective yeah there you go but you did it but I did it you did it I was no, that's all that matters you did you know it. but it's like it's funny because people think oh what are you doing like you're just running this is your job no you're, you're doing it it's awesome that's it I mean you have to do what you love yeah you have to do what you love and I
0: love this and I love and I, I'm fortunate I to work with Tracksmith now and like everybody at the company loves it so it's just like it's such a culture and like when did such... you
1: connect with them
0: so two... and back in 2020 actually we, I was part of the first uh, launch of the New York Pioneer Club capsule collection Okay. And so um, helped produce that shoot and like worked with my coach Knox actually brought me into that and so then after that did a couple of other events with them and then when this came up they were like oh New York does Eric want to do this it was like oh Maybe I do want to do this. Like, And I had worked for myself for many years. So what, you, like, what were you doing before? I was doing, event, you know, production. Okay. I was an event producer and, like, you know, just general production background. So it made sense, you know. I can make. I mean, production to me is just, like, making things happen, right? Yeah. Because like it's, like, <laughs> it can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm really... You know, fortunate to be able to bring all my worlds together in this way. It's weird.
1: Yeah. So you're also an entrepreneur. You were yes. like that's your for many years. For yep. many years. Yep. Yep. Where did you do? Did you ever have a job like? I did. Worked for corporate... I worked for a corporate.
0: I worked for Madison Square Garden. Oh wow. Like two years. Okay. That's- early O's. Okay. And that was hard. I I, I was a teacher before that. Like at, right out of college, I was a teacher, and then yeah. I took a break, and then I came back and did some community. It was uh, I was working in community relations on the corporate side, so. Then I started my own business with my partner and, at the time. And, yeah, we kind of just built that on our own, just on off of the we-don't-want-to-work-for-corporate-America kind of right, thing. You right. know what I mean? So th- this is my first gig back in, like, a corporate, and this is not even It's not. No. This is, It's, it's so such small. a different like, yeah. type of thing. And I realized at this point in my life it would have to only be this because, like, there's no yeah. way I could go and, like, work for some, like, big brand and, like, all that. I can't, like, that's my, my brain is not even, like... Well,
1: this, like, Tracksmith has such a great culture. This is what I've like just coming to the events over the past year or so and dialing into the brand. Like the people that work here are amazing and it just feels like everyone's a family, even though it's a big brand, you know?
0: And we're still relatively small. I mean, there's only 45 people at the company. Like we, you know, we can sit we are a bigger brand, but like, we're still like so small, you know, yeah. like, I mean, you know, in comparison to the big, big ones, but you no, know, but we're growing fast. Obviously. Yeah. And so now, you know, with retail here, retail in London, Boston, like it's, it's the culture and the company, you know, just everything's changing, which is awesome.
1: Do you feel like there are any things that you take from running like lessons that you do as training and for, for work and career? Sure. I
0: mean, you know, I'm, You know, it's odd that I'm uh, an event producer and a producer by trade, but like, you know, and I do this for a living, but like, you know, my scheduling on the home front is always like all over the place. Cause it's like, I I don't know if I rebel against it or if I'm just like, you know what I mean? Somebody else do this. Right. But you know, I think with running just like the consistency and training, I'm really serious and intense about it. And like, I don't consider myself an intense person. So I kind of observe myself when I'm training and when I'm racing and like, that I kind of bring to the other areas of my life where yeah. I feel like maybe I'm not as intense or maybe I'm not as, you know, I don't I get things done in a different cadence. Okay. So, I guess that's yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. And
1: then what about like anything like you've learned like career-wise, like just like building a business or yeah. you know, things like that yeah. that like running helps you kind of come back to, to I mean, I've always manage. worked, I mean, yeah. really I've always worked on my own. So, yeah. it's
0: like, you know, For me, like, being independent, kind of doing my thing, that's just been always what it was. So, you know, it's not being here in New York and, like, the rest of the company, we're all over the place. But, like, being here, you know, now I have a team, but, like, I've been doing this for a year pretty much alone. So, like, but that wasn't new to me because I've always done that. Yeah, you've
1: always been. on, And and I feel like running is a lot like that, like, too, You're on your own. At the end of the
0: day, you have a group, you have a coach, but, like, you're racing and doing that stuff. On your own, like it's just you. out So there. you're
1: not a you're, you don't coach people, or I don't do coach. you? You no, don't coach. No, 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 no. I'm
0: more of like I call myself. I, I got this from LB in Boston. Like I'm the town counselor. Like I'm the one who corrals everyone together. Yeah. And I mean, there is some coaching in there because you can't not help. It's like I'm relaying like coach notes, you know, from Knox to the group on Wednesday nights. And like, um, of course I'm encouraging them. Of course I'm like explaining the workout. Of course yeah. I'm telling them, you know, straight, you know, straighten up, use your arms. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, it kind of comes with the territory. But I don't have any. Desires to become an official coach. I don't need right. any certifications. I'm not, that's, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that's so funny. And and so you're, you trained with Knox Robinson yes, from yes. the Black, Black Roses, yep, which is such a yep. cool, yes, thank cool you. name. Yes,
0: and he, and it's 10 years of Black Roses, so he's a fixture on the running scene for sure. Yeah. Tell me about the
1: running club a little bit.
0: It's, you know, we're, we're a small but mighty group. We never were really big. Um, you know, we are definitely focused on performance and, you know, And people think we're an elite team all the time. Right, I was going to ask that. There's there's everybody on the team. But I think the difference is that we all train really hard. And we're all, every time we get out there, we're trying to do our thing. You know what I mean? So that's the different ethos, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's, it's elevated my running. It's elevated my life. I mean, like, I'm sitting here right now because of that.
1: Yeah. That's great. And you have, so what's your next, so the next race is Brooklyn, which we're both doing. Yes. What's your time
0: goal for that? Oh, I mean, what's my time goal for that? Maybe I should ask Knox
1: Robinson, who's behind, He's right behind us. He's right behind us. Yeah. Is he going <laughs> to do, Jackie like, Elizabeth a
0: drop-in? who's also running. Um, <laughs> um, I don't really have a time goal. I think, you know, for me, Brooklyn's my favorite race, first of all. Why? Um, it's just fun. Like, the energy, everybody runs it. It's like the course. You know, Prospect Park, I run that every day. Like, you know what I mean? You get up that hill, you go down, and then you just coast out to the to the, beach. the boardwalk. I mean, yeah. so many elements of the race I love so much. So... I always want to run fast, obviously yeah I want, to, I want to always want to run faster than I did last time, yeah, um,
1: so yeah, I mean, that's your goal.
0: That's yes, my goal. to just run faster than I did last time.
1: What do you do in the rain because we know it's going to rain like um, what are your... you
0: know what I'm good in the rain as long as I have like a hat, okay, something to keep it out of my face Out of your you know? eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't mind the rain, actually, I really like the rain, um because sometimes it like cools off things a little bit, like it was super muggy last year, that was way harder to me. Yeah.
1: yeah. I ran in these shoes today. I yeah. love them. Yes. So, are you going to run in them for the race? No. No, no, no.
0: no. I, I don't race in these. These are, for me, like a great trainer and just like, you know, recovery. Miles. I enjoyed and running like, in them too. They I thought right? they were great.
1: Yeah. I thought they were great. You know, I didn't know what to expect because, yeah. you know, you have all these super shoes and big cushiony sure. things. But and these, I'm used to that too. Yeah. But
0: I this has actually been a great sort
1: of balance to that for me. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. nice. I mean, I could easily log 10 miles in these, 12 miles. I mean, you know, just an easy run. I like them. They're super, they're very nice too. I didn't want to wear them. I have the the problem.
0: (laughs) I end up up kicking around in mine more than I run in them, to be honest. Like, I love wearing them. They're they're so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And like, when I first saw the silhouette, I was like, oh, that's kind of like an Adidas Samba, you know, just like a lifestyle
1: shoe. I could see that, you know? So, yeah. I I love them. And when I opened the box, I was like, what? I'm not going to wear these. (laughs) (laughs) But you and I can talk about shoes. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And when I saw the white, it's funny because you're wearing the white. I saw these for the first time back in October, the prototype. And I'm like, oh, that's my shoe like i'm waiting yeah. for those to come yeah. out. like yeah
1: oh but you don't know no, no, oh. i don't have them
0: yet but like okay. i have these and i have the black ones okay but like when i saw the whites i'm like oh that's
1: that's gonna be that's, the spring, that's your shoe. shoe yeah, yeah like, that they are so out. nice yeah everything about this this brand like all the clothing yeah. is so nice as someone who comes from like a fashion background who like really appreciates good design yes. and fabric yes
0: it's me too and that, and i didn't i don't have the background but Like you were just saying, you work for Barneys. Like I've always had, like I was telling people, I'm living out my other fantasy career which is I just knew I was going to be like a buyer for Bergdorf or like a stylist or like I'm living out all of my fashion and retail dreams with this job as well so that's, that's so awesome thing. Like, so I like the other day I sold a pair of Elliot somebody was asking me my opinion they looking at what I'm wearing and I'm like oh are like well what is that I'm like oh let me show you and like I was like you need some styling advice I love that's like probably yeah. low-key my favorite part of this job yeah being a stylist <laughs> I'll totally. stand here all day and
1: talk about clothes like what that's <laughs> so funny
0: yeah yeah, it was that's fun. awesome. Yeah.
1: Your So your next marathon is so Valencia. yeah December. Okay.
0: Um, but yeah, this summer I'll just spend time doing five Ks. We have our Twilight Five Thousand coming up, the Amateur Mile coming up um, at Icon, and then I'll just I've, I've committed to doing shorter races and just kind of get in shape and like you know, and then start my build.
1: I'm doing the nine plus one, nice. even though I could. I'm doing the nine plus yeah. one because yeah. I I just I feel like. You know, what happened was I I came back from this half marathon that I did and I got such a fast time for me. And after coming back from Boston and watching everyone and I was like, I have to do this now. Like, I want to do the Boston Marathon. I want to be cute. Good. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I run. You got to train. More and more and more. That's it. And so I I felt like, "Yeah, yeah, do the nine plus one. I was signing up for all the races anyway. And I was like, why not? Totally. So I'll do the 2024 oh, New York City Marathon. Oh, I might exciting. do 2023 in a different way, but okay, we'll, we'll see. Exciting. I'm training for it now. Well, so. we'll
0: start our 100-day build-out, you know, for, in the end of July. We do a program called 100 Days. That's a okay. Tracksmith signature Smith. program. Yeah. So, like, we do long runs and we'll do speed workouts and we'll do some bus runs over the summer. So, yeah. So people can um,
1: can connect with you guys on your website yep. and join yep. you yep. in, join in the Brooklyn, New York City right? newsletter,
0: Yep, we'll be here or email me, Erica, at Tracksmith. And, okay, Yeah, cool. like, that's, that's, so this summer will be fun to kind of, like, move through the, 100 days from here you yeah know, this year it would be fun
1: and what do you love the most about running what do I love the most about running I think
0: when I'm out there just like all the things I'm learning about myself how, what I'm thinking about what how it affects other areas of my life how running you know how my other areas of my life affect running like you know just like it just relates to everything you know and like I just love observing myself in the in it you know like after a race like sitting back and thinking about like oh that's interesting like this happened or that happened you know it's like an adventure every time every know? time
1: yeah that's awesome yeah. well I'm, I'm excited to see you in Brooklyn alright awesome Erica thank you I'm glad we did this awesome thanks Marnie thank you appreciate you thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move if you like what you hear leave us a five star review in Apple Podcasts follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter Head over to our website, MarniOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarniOnTheMove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of, If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.